Johnson Wax Program. Good evening, everyone. The makers of Johnson's Wax welcome you to another merry musical half hour starring Marion and Jim as Fibber McGee and Molly. Rico Martelli's orchestra opens the festivities with We Saw the Sea. Cast off, Rico. <laughs> How's the scenery in your own home? Are your floors and linoleum polished and bright? You know, now is the time to brighten up your home for spring. You may hesitate about polishing your floors, believing it will be a big job. If so, let me tell you right here that you can make your floors shine like new in a few minutes' time without any work of rubbing or buffing. Just ask your dealer for Johnson's Glow Coat, the new no-rubbing floor polish. You merely spread a little glow coat lightly over the surface with a soft cloth or the special glow coat applier. Twenty minutes later, the glow coat will be dry, the floor will be gleaming, and you will be as fresh and rested as when you started. Glow coat protects linoleum and wood floors from becoming worn and shabby. The polish lasts for weeks at a time, shedding dirt and dust. Old-fashioned floor scrubbing methods can be abolished forever when your floors are protected with Johnson's glow coat. It's spelled G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. And by the way, you save money by ordering glow coat in the larger sizes. Tonight, we wander into the Wistful Vista Railroad Station and walk right to the check room. And whom do we find as temporary attendants in charge but our old friends, check and double check, Fibber McGee and Molly. I hope nobody wants to check nothing till I finish this paper. Say, did you read where Douglas Fairbanks got married to this lady Ashley? Yeah, I read that, Molly. And that young Douglas is real mad about it. Shucks, he shouldn't get sore about that, Molly. (laughs) 
Every Doug has his day. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? It ain't I... funny, Lee. Okay. <laughs> but I'm glad you took this check room job. It's real quiet. I know. I always like a job where I can think. When you think, McGee, that is a job. <laughs> hey, I see on the back page here where a feller flew an airplane blind from New York to St. Louis. You know, that's wonderful, Molly. Knowing exactly where you are without seeing a thing. Oh, my uncle did the same thing 25 years ago, McGee. 25 years ago? Why, sure. Without a single wind in the back of the patrol wagon, my uncle would say, Now we're passing Pearl Street. Now we're at Broadway going east. We've turned uptown. Stand up, boys. We're there. Excuse me, please. May I check this pigskin gladstone with you? You betcha, brother. That's what we're here for. Serve the public. Here's your check. Thank you. I'll be back later today for it. Okay. My, my, now isn't that a beautiful suit? That's a dandy. I've always liked them glad pig bag stones. Them what? Them pig stone glad bags. You mean them pig bag stone glad? That's what I says, bag pig skin stone. Stone glad skin... Here, Molly. Toss it up on the second rack there. Toss it up yourself, laziness. I'm just here to keep you company. Okay, okay. Here she goes. <laughs> what was that? I don't know, unless it was that big cut glass punch bowl that lady checked about a year ago. <laughs> ah, yes, sir. I'll bet that's what that was, Molly. Well, why don't you go look, Agonet? And ruin my whole day? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this job while I can. You want this newspaper back, McGee? No, you read what's interesting out loud to me. <laughs> There's nothing interesting out loud, McGee. The interesting things is always in whispers. <laughs> I always say, oh, howdy, sis. Uh, uh, what can I do for you? Is this the check room? You betcha. Want to check something? I want to check Chauncey with you. Chauncey? Chauncey. Chauncey is my parrot. Say hello to the nice man, Chauncey. Ha! Scram, stupid. <laughs> you just don't pay any attention to him. When I'm not around, he's real quiet. Heavenly <laughs> days, I hope so. Give the lady her check, McGee. Well, no, I don't know, Molly. Check in the parrot. Here, ma'am, a... here's your check. Oh, well. I'll just put the cage over here, sis. Very well. He won't bother you a bit. Well, we'll take care of him, sis. That is, unless something excites him. Now, you see, Chauncey was in the shipwreck. The poor darling. Oh, well, we'll take care of him, all right. Won't we, Chauncey? I says, won't we, Chauncey? Won't we, Chauncey? <laughs> this bird ever worked on an amateur program, sis? <laughs> no, uh, this is his first one. So long. <laughs> so long. Goodbye, ma'am. Uh, don't worry about Chauncey. Well, Molly, business is getting good. First we get a suitcase, and now a pack. So you was in a shipwreck, eh, Chauncey? Ah! I can see that Chauncey's going to be real good company, Molly. <laughs> well, maybe not good, but loud. Yeah. I, oh, hello there, sister. Can we do something for you? Well, I guess you can if you want to. I'm looking for some place where I can lay these eggs. Ah, stick around, kid. We'll all lay one. <laughs> I want to leave these eggs while I go see Cousin Elmer up the street, and I don't want to carry them all the way, because if I get run over and killed, I'd break all the eggs, and I'd be out all that money. Is this the check room? <laughs> Why, uh, yes, it is. You want to check them eggs, that's it? Yes, I guess I do, though I don't like to bother anybody with them. 
but I don't want to carry him all the way to Cousin Elmer's. He's such a hearty eater, I wouldn't come back with more than half of him. How much does it cost? <laughs> How much does what cost? To check the eggs. Oh, it's only ten cents, ma'am. Yeah, but I got twelve dozen eggs here, and at ten cents a egg, that'd be fourteen dollars and forty cents. And hey, 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 and wait a minute, sis. It, it's only a dime for the whole lot. Here, give me the crate. There, now that's fine. We'll keep them safe for you. Give the lady a check, McGee. You betcha. Here you are, sis. Oh, hi there, Harpo. You want to check something? No, I can't check. You can't what? I can't check it. Dad Raddatch, you can't check what? I can't check my enthusiasm for Johnson's glow coat. The no rubbing, no buffing floor polish that shines as it dries. (laughs) Oh, excuse me, madam. Oh, Oh, hello there, Geraldine. (laughs) Oh, hello, Mr. McGee and Molly. (laughs) Imagine meeting you here. Ah, Hello, Tot. Oh, what a beautiful parrot. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Yeah, that's Chauncey. Oh, yes. Well, Gerald said parrots are like women with charge accounts. Yeah? <laughs> you don't know what'll happen till they open their bills. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that just too, too gregarious? I mean, isn't it really? Yeah, but where is Gerald? Except we never <laughs> Gerald says he bought a parrot once because it would repeat everything Gerald said. Oh, it would repeat everything? <laughs> yes, he said he got rid of it for the same reason. <laughs> I mean, he really did, really. Yeah. <laughs> but Gerald said parrots are all right in their way. But give him a nice, quiet, fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really should now, Gerald. <laughs> I mean, you really should. Yeah, but Chuck, Geraldine, we never Gerald get... said he was real fond of his parrot. And his parrot swore by him. <laughs> he swore by everybody. <laughs> he did, really. So Gerald doesn't like parrots. Oh, uh, Gerald says he still likes the big beaker now and then, but not with feathers on. <laughs> Isn't that confusing? What? Well, I simply must be off. Diddle, diddle, diddle. <laughs> Tech room at the Wistful Vista Railroad Station. Business has been going on as usual. So far, Fibber and Molly have taken in a grip, a high-wheeled bicycle, a cut glass punch bowl, <laughs> slightly broken, and 12 dozen eggs. And look, Fibber is greeting another customer. Hi, brother. What can I do for you? Check this combo. Oh, okay, buddy. You've come to the right place. Give me the check and make it snappy. Oh, 
That'll be ten cents. Yeah? Try and get it. Well, we've been getting it. Come on, come on. Give me the check. Why, uh... Oh, this check is number 79. So what? Oh, well, I'll tell you. Uh, we'll make that the lucky number for today. Don't cost you nothing. Congratulations. Okay. Now, we'll take care of the trombone, brother. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> that big bruiser got away just in time. Another minute, I'd have smacked him once. Well, where's his dime, McGee? I'll ring it up. Huh? His dime, McGee. The ten cents. Where is it? Well, you see, Molly, I, I just decided on a new policy. One lucky number a day. For instance, today's lucky number was 79, so that fella could check his trombone for nothing. <laughs> kind of a nifty idea, huh? No. <laughs> McGee, you're always... Oh, how do you do, mister? You check everything here? Sure, everything. Fine, I'd like to leave my little girl here for an hour or so, if you don't mind. Little girl? Yeah. Hey, oh. now listen, bud. We... <laughs> we ain't got the right facilities. <laughs> you said you checked everything. Thank you. Come on, Myrtle. Daddy will lift you over the counter. Upsy daisy. Here's my dime, and I'll take this check here. Hey, now, wait a minute, brother. I we certainly can... am obliged to you, friend. I'll be back. <laughs> can you beat that, Molly? Well, we got her. What's your name, sis? What's yours? I asked you first. Oh, my name's Chauncey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, look at the green eagle. That's a parrot, little girl. Can I play with him? Hmm? Can I? Now, you better not, sis. He's liable to bite you. Oh, he hasn't any teeth, I bet you. What's in this suitcase? Oh, you don't know, sis. Somebody checked it. Who checked it? Oh, a man. Dad read it. I don't know. Now, sit down there and keep quiet. Now, be a good little girl. Your father wouldn't want you to be in any trouble. No. Oh, I don't know. He paid for it. <laughs> See, this is a funny-looking box. Now, that's a trombone, sis. What's a trombone? A trombone? Well, uh... Well, a trombone is a musical instrument that was invented so the fellow could sit in an orchestra and keep his eye on his derby at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't funny, McGee. (laughs) What's the parrot's name? (laughs) Uh, Percy, wasn't it, Molly? No, Chauncey. Oh, yes, Chauncey. Ah, somebody call him Chauncey. Tell him I'll call back. Tell him Chauncey's busy, old boy. Oh, Parrots are cute, aren't they? Oh, I'll say they are, sis. Chucks, I used to own thousands of parrots at one time, sis. That was a long time ago. I was known as Paraguay McGee in them days. Paraguay McGee, the peerless paragon of passenger pigeon purveyors and parrot purchases of Panama, Paraguay, and Franco Pango. Ah, hot dog! Shut up, Chauncey. Ah. Excuse me, excuse me, please. Oh, certainly, mister. Uh, what is it? Ah, there, my little cupcake. Uh, could you give me a little information? We'll try to, mister. What do you want to know? Uh, tell me, my little Gadabow, is there an extra fare train with drawing room accommodations and the attendant luxuries leaving for California within the ensuing day? Extra fare train, bud? Why, sure, there's the cheap and... Splendid, splendid. And how much, might I ask, would be the fare, inclusive of drawing room, to the City of the Angels? Gee, are you going to heaven, mister? No. I think not. <clears throat> no, my little meadowlark, uh, merely to the earthly paradise. I was uh, referring my friends to California, Los Angeles, the city of angels. Very misleading appellation, very misleading. Why, shucks, brother, you can get a ticket to Los Angeles with a whole drawn room to yourself for only 200-odd. Oh, yes, 200-odd. Very odd. Too odd, if I might say so. Yes. Uh, what is the fare on the regular train to the same destination? Regular train? A little over 80. Ah, yes, 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 indeed. Upward of $80. Yeah. A tidy sum, if I had it. <laughs> yes. Well, on second thought, I'm afraid that the ordinary accommodations would not be quite exactly attuned to my eccentricities. 
Uh, one more question, my friend. Oh, certainly. Uh, tell me, my little sugar bowl, <laughs> at what time does the next through freight pass the local water tower? <laughs> Heavenly days, the freight. Freight? Why, shucks, brother. The next freight's due any minute now, but the freight don't have all them accommodations. Exactly, exactly. But needs must when the devil drives, my boy. Shakespeare, the Bard of Avon. Great fellow, the Bard. He should be barred oftener. Well, uh, let me thank you, my friends. This is fate. Yes, indeed, the hand of fate. Always starting from a water tower. Why must my life be involved with such a useless fluid? Water, water everywhere, and not a sprig of men. Ah, you what the boys in the back room will have. Quiet, Chauncey. Excuse me, please, but I come back after my eggs, if you don't mind, oh. and... I hope they ain't been no bother to you, but I just didn't know any other place to leave them while I went to Cousin Elmer's. Here's my check. Give the lady her eggs, McGee. Where'd you put them? Let's see now, where did I put them? Oh, yes, uh, right there on the radiator, Molly. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I should have told you to keep them in a cool place, I suppose. Oh, that's okay, sis. <laughs> Can you think of any cooler place than a railroad station radiator? <laughs> Hand them here, Molly. Here you are, McGee. There you are, sis. Thank you very much. I don't know what I've done. <laughs> Heavenly day, what's that? <laughs> and it looks like they hatched out, sis. <laughs> don't charge for the extra service, sis. Ah, kick room, service. Ah, kick room. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's Chauncey a panic. Ah! <laughs> Now, while Fibber and Molly recover from their shell shock, <laughs> we're going to hear from our featured violinist, little Audrey Cole, playing her own arrangement of When a Gypsy Makes His Violin Cry. All right, Audrey. <laughs> Thank you. 
Peggy. There's the 820. Hmm. Sounds like it's slowing down, too, Molly. Look. Heavenly days, it is slowing down. There's a man getting off. Looks kind of familiar, too. McGee, it's Mr. Wilcox got off that train. Oh, hi there, Harpo. Was that you just got off the 820? Yes, sir, it was. Ah. I just got off to tell you that if you had put Johnson's glow coat on your floor at the opening of this program, in this 20 minutes, it would have dried to a beautiful high polish to protect your floors from wear and dirt. <laughs> well, see you later, Beaver. So long. What you doing, little girl? What you doing there? Oh, I'm just playing. Look Yeah, that's great, fish. You go on and have a good time. What are those things, little girl? Hmm? Uh, what are them things you're playing with? Oh, just some little tin things that were hanging on those packages and things. Oh. I'm playing their money. <laughs> McGee. Huh? You know what she's got? No. She took the checks off of the baggage. Huh? Now we don't know who belongs to what. Oh, well, for the... Hey there, sis. Give me them tags. Do you want to play their money, too, I bet you? Well, that ain't no joke, neither, sis. They are money. How much? Well, how many you got? Oh, about six or nineteen. <laughs> six or nineteen? Can't you count? Let's see them. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, come on. Now, give them to me. No, they're money. Well, uh, how much do you want for them? How much you got? How much you want? How much you got? How much you want? How much you got? How much you want? Heavenly well, day. So. Come on, little girl. Give them up. We've got to put them on the packages and baggage and things so people will know what belongs to them. Yes, or else we might give you to that lady and give your father the parrot. Oh, gee, I bet you he'd like a parrot. <laughs> you answer it, McGee. I'll get the check from her. Okay. Okay, I'm coming. Hello, Wistful Vista Check Room. Fibber McGee speaking. Who? I don't get the name, babe. Who'd you say? Oh, oh, you're the lady that left the parrot. Oh, sure, Chauncey's okay. Ah! Give him a little blister, my regards, Doc. Ah! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he, he says give you his regards. What say? <laughs> you can't come after him. Oh, okay, babe, I'll bring him over as soon as I can get away. Huh? Uh, give me that address again. Write this down, Molly. 114 West Oak Street. Okay, babe, I'll bring him over. Goodbye. Who was it, McGee? That was Chauncey's mama. She can't call for him and wants me to bring him over when I get through here. Oh, dear. <laughs> did you get them checks from the little girl, Mom? Yes, I did. Here they are. But how can we straighten them out? Well, what number was on the pigskin Gladstone? 78, wasn't it? No, I think it was 29. No, 29 went on the trombone. No, the trombone was 78. Oh, no, Molly. 78 is the umbrella. Don't be silly, McGee. I remember the umbrella was 99. <laughs> Looks older than that to me. <laughs> How about the kid there? How about her? Wasn't her number 17, was it? No, I think her number was 84. Well, I don't seem to be getting oh, no place. Dear. Now, let's just put them back where we think they ought to go, right or wrong. <laughs> oh, dear, but what if somebody... All right, lady, I'll take me up from it now. Oh. There's a check. Oh, yes, uh, 79, uh, 79. Well, let me see you. Uh, McGee. Huh? 79. <laughs> 79, okay. 79, coming right up. 79, you betcha. 79. You say 79, Molly? 79 it is, McGee. You betcha. 79. Ah, try 79. All right, what are you stalling for, Shorty? Hand it over. uh, Okay, bud, here you are. Number 79. Hey, hey, this is a goldfish bowl. You try to be funny. Who, who, me? Yeah, you. Don't you know your own check room? I'll say so. (laughs) The goldfish bowl ain't yours, eh? No. Well, uh, I'll... uh, 
Huh? McGee, try the umbrella. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chuck, brother, imagine me forgetting. Yours was the umbrella. <laughs> Good thing to have, too, in case it rains. That ain't my umbrella. Well, I guess it ain't gonna rain anyway. <laughs> McGee, uh, he says instrument. Oh, instrument, instrument. And here's a saw under 27. Uh, you play the musical saw, brother? No, I don't. Uh, give him a trombone or I'll come over there and get it, see? Oh, the trombone. The trombone. Here you are, bud. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure. Okay, shorty. Next time, don't be... Heavenly days. Look out, McGee. Here comes another one. Oh, oh how do you do? Can you give me... You betcha, babe. Now, don't tell me. Let me guess. Uh, you had the umbrella. Why, no. I... Or was it the goldfish? Yes, you look more like the goldfish to me. <laughs> you, uh, you got your check? Goldfish? Check? Sure, we can't let stuff go out without you got the check. But I don't want a check. Well, then you can't have the goldfish. I don't want any goldfish. Oh, then it was the umbrella. <laughs> See how I done that, Molly? Just a case of elimination. <laughs> Please, I came in to buy a railroad ticket. Oh, you go to the other window over there. <laughs> I'll get it, Molly. It's probably... Hey, don't touch that parrot cake, sis. Oh, I want to play with Chauncey. No, little girl, you mustn't touch. Hello? Hello? Yes, Fibber McGee speaking. Huh? Oh, yes, the parrot. Uh, you betcha. I can bring him over right away. You betcha. Okay, ma'am, right away. Uh, I got to deliver that parrot over to town, Molly. Uh, where's that address? Here it is, McGee. Now put it in your pocket. Okay, thanks. Ah! Dad, ratted sis, leave that parrot alone. Ah! Hey, don't open that cage. Heavenly ah! days, the parrot's out. Grab him. Oh, well, now what are you going to do, McGee? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Look at that crazy parrot go, Molly. Well, what? What's so funny about that? He don't know where he's going. I got the address in my pocket. <laughs> and now, before Marcelli gives us a brand new version of a grand old orchestra number, may I just have a word? I could stand here and tell you a great deal about Johnson's glow coat, the remarkable no-rubbing floor polish brought out by the makers of Johnson's wax. But if you will just try glow coat on your kitchen linoleum, you'll see immediately what a wonderful polish it is. You'll see how quickly and easily glow coat goes on the floor, how it dries in 20 minutes to a beautiful bright polish without any help from you. You don't have to do a bit of rubbing or buffing. Glow coat makes linoleum floors much brighter and fresher looking and then keeps them that way. Dust and soil spots are easily wiped off the shining surface. Now, please don't confuse Johnson's Glow Coat with any cheap smeary polishes that act as dirt catchers. Johnson's Glow Coat sheds dirt and gives a brighter luster, longer wear. Look for Glow Coat in the attractive yellow camp. If you want to own a pair of the new Fibber and Molly spinning tops, send for them right away. This is the way to get these clever little tops without cost. Buy a can of Johnson's Glow Coat, pint size or larger. Lay a thin piece of paper over the face of the can and trace the words Johnson's Glow Coat. Send this tracing to Fibber and Molly in care of this station, and you'll receive free a pair of these clever little tops. One blue and one yellow, one picturing Fibber and the other Molly. 
This offer expires April 30th, so get busy with that tracing. Hey, Molly, the uh, check room's going to be closed tomorrow. What'll we do? Well, I've got to go get the tooth pulled, McGee. Tooth pulled? Yep. What dentist you going to? Dr. Goldberg. Goldberg? Hey, tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day. Goldberg on St. Patrick's Day? Why, sure. <laughs> From tomorrow on, he can brag about his Irish extraction. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Heard on our program this evening was the number we saw the sea from Follow the Fleet. Harlow Wilcox speaking. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Mm-hmm.